What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my lovely voice. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy like myself, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic people, said toxic traits. Today's episode is going to be about how to help a friend or loved one, close family member that is in a toxic relationship with a narcissist or a toxic person, with an abusive abusive person in a toxic relationship. Um, before we hop into today's episode, y'all, make sure you, if you haven't already, join my newsletter, my my email list. There is a link in the description of every single video and podcast that I do that links the that links it all up. I have a, chi- a kids book coming out soon, my own personal book. I have a couple of courses that I'm working on. I have a lot of interesting stuff that's coming up. Um, behind the scenes stuff is in my newsletter. Make sure you follow that and check it out. It's free, not spam. I don't spam people, y'all. I promise y'all don't. Um, but yeah, y'all. How this is one of the main questions I get. Like my friend is in a toxic relationship. My sister is in a relationship with a narcissist. So somebody that you know or love. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> somebody that you know, love or care about is in a relationship with a narcissistic person and you feel like you are helpless to do anything about it. So from the narcissist perspective, from the perspective of a diagnosed narcissist, y'all, we want people to be, we like to isolate people. We like to isolate people away from their friends and family members because we like to be the only source of validation that that person gets. So we want to isolate your friend or your family member your ex-partner, whoever it is, your ex, your ex-spouse, whoever it is in your life, your coworker, your boss, whoever it is, we want to isolate them. So we want you to leave that person alone. We want you to go away. We want you to just disappear. And we want you to be aggressive and talking junk about us because, you know, that's what we want. We want you to do that so we can turn you against, turn our, our, turn our partner against you turn our partner against all their friends and family members and things of that nature so that happens all the time so we want you to be the narcissist wants you to be pushy the narcissist wants you to get frustrated with your friend or family member the narcissist wants all of this stuff to happen so that you can ice you the, the isolation can happen more it's like a cult member it's like you know how hard it is to get, a, get somebody to, to get somebody to acknowledge and leave a cult y'all know how hard that is you know how, yo, there's a couple cults going on right now in real life. I'm not gonna admit that we're, we're not be mentioned. But you know how hard it is to get someone to leave a cult? Leaving a narcissistic relationship can be damn near be leaving like a cult of one. It's just me and you. The, the narcissist and the, the, the narcissist and the survivor, victim, thriver, whatever. No, the thriver's not in there. But like the narcissist and that person that they're with. So we want to isolate your friend, your partner, your sister, your brother. We want them to be isolated, y'all. So if you are trying to help this person, Sometimes you, know, you got to be gentle. You have to, you, you, know, you know that they're in a toxic relationship. They might know it. They might have signs of it. They might see it themselves. But you, the more pushy you are with somebody, hey, you're stupid. Hey, you're ignorant for staying in this relationship. Hey, your partner cheats on you and beats on you. You're dumb as hell for staying with them. When you say stuff like that to people, the people tend to double down on what they're what they're doing because they want to prove you. A lot of times they don't like you talking to them like that, but also they want to prove you wrong. They do. They want to prove you wrong. So I'm going to prove you don't know them like I do. I'm going to prove you wrong by staying in this relationship. So when you come at them aggressively, sometimes it makes them want to double down and stay within that toxic relationship. Yeah, 
it, a lot of times that's how it happens. They want to double down and stay in that relationship because they think they they they, they think that they can change them. And they, sometimes they have, yeah. Sometimes your friends are codependent. Sometimes your friends themselves might have personality disorders or mental health issues of their own that they're dealing with, that they're struggling with, which is why they might be in this relationship with this narcissistic person. You know what I mean? Everybody has their own struggles. Everybody is battling their own demons, so to speak, and whatnot. So when you are aggressive with your friend or whoever this is, when you are aggressive with your loved one, I'm just start saying loved one, y'all. When you are aggressive with your loved one, sometimes you push them to stay with that narcissistic person, y'all. Sometimes you push them to stay with that narcissist. So when you do get this, like when you do, because you'll probably be seeing them less. This is what happens in toxic relationships, y'all. You see that person less and less and less. So when you do see that person, you know, just bring it up a little bit. Bring it up gently if you want to. Bring it up gently. Like, say, hey, we don't, we don't get to see you anymore. And hey, what's going on? Hopefully, you get to the point where they feel comfortable enough to tell you, to discuss with you what's going on in their relationship. Hopefully they get to that point, y'all. Sometimes they never get there, y'all. I'm just telling you, sometimes it can be extremely frustrating to be dealing with a loved one that is in a toxic relationship because you want to drag them out. You want them, you want to hit them across the damn head to help to make them see what you see, right? A lot of times you want, you want them to see what you see. So you want to, you, hey, you getting abused. Let's go. Let's go get them kids out of there. But y'all, that, that mind, when that mind and that heart are not in alignment, it causes people some, it causes people strife. In pain, y'all. It really, really does. That's one of those things that really, really happens with people who are with narcissistic people, y'all. So we want the narcissist wants you to be pushy because the narcissist is spreading rumors about you. The narcissist is telling your friend that you're a bad influence, that you you don't want them to be together because you're jealous of what they have going on. You see what I'm saying? So don't act jealous. Don't don't act jealous. Don't act bitter. Be compassionate, y'all. Y'all have empathy. You're an empath. Be you have to be compassionate to your friends and types of relationships, y'all. And I know what it is. I know, like I said, but you can also set boundaries, y'all. You can set boundaries. Sooner or later, if you keep telling, if you, if it feels like you're repeating the same thing over and over and over again to this person, and it, the person is making the same complaints to you about their partner or whoever it is, y'all, you can set boundaries on your friend that's in a toxic relationship. You can just say, "Hey, look, I've spoken my piece. Look, if they're asking you for your opinion, give your honest opinion, but don't keep repeating yourself over and over again, y'all. You can say, "Hey, look." I've spoken my piece. I've told you what I think, but we can't keep talking about the same thing over and over again if you're not going to take any actions. I'm here for you if you want to take action. I'm going to, I'll back you up. I, if you want to make a plan to leave, I got you, but we can't keep talking about the same thing over and over again. We can't, we just can't keep doing that because that dominates the conversation. Be gentle when you say this, y'all, because that can make them feel like that they're alone on an island. They can, they can feel like you're the, they, when you say stuff like that, it can make them feel like you're taking the boat. And you're leaving Narcissus Island. You're leaving them like you're the last passenger off, the last lifeboat on the Narcissus Island, and you're leaving them by themselves. You see what I'm saying? You have to be very gentle and compassionate in your approach, y'all. You can set boundaries. You can talk to them. Look, you can be a vent. You can be a vent if they need one. You mean, yo? But you can also have boundaries. You have a life as well. You can't like y'all. You can't allow this other person's life or lack of, of being in a toxic relationship. You can't allow that to dominate your life because that can actually start to it can have like a trickle down effect in your life as well. You know what I mean? It can absolutely have a trickle down effect. Give me a second, y'all. It can have a trickle down effect in your life as well and start to affect your personal relationships, start to affect your marriage, start to affect a lot of different things that are going on inside of your life. So when you're trying to deal with, trying to help a person that's in a toxic relationship, y'all. You have to be there, y'all. You have to have some compassion, but you also can set boundaries. 
You know what I mean? You can help them leave if they want if they out. If they are ready to make a plan, of course. Everybody's gonna be at different stages, y'all, where they're not ready to hear something. You know what I mean? But if you ready look, you can start a conversation with them and talk to them on a positive note. You know, just like look, we miss you. I've been so look, you so fun to be around. I can't look. We, we never get to see you anymore. Look, be calm, cool, collected. Make you can make little jokes here and there just to get them to open up. But you always want to come from a supportive standpoint. I'm telling you because when you get aggressive, because yeah, yeah, you can get it. You you're going to get aggressive sometimes, y'all, because you can be frustrated. You're a human being. But always, if you want to apologize, apologize, y'all. But if they keep bringing up unhealthy things around you that their partner is doing, if they're comfortable enough to talk to you about what their partner is doing, their parent is doing, their boss is doing, then y'all, when they start saying that, you can focus on those unhealthy behaviors and ask them things. Just say, hey, look, what are you going to make? I hear you talking about it. You you keep saying this, but what are you going to do about it? Like, because this sounds like abuse. That sounds like abusive behavior. This sounds, you know, you know, but you don't always have to say abusive. You can say that doesn't sound right. You know, that, you know, do you want to be treated that way? Because using the word abuse tends to push people away. And a lot of people don't want to feel like their partner is abusive. But sometimes you have to be honest with them, y'all. You, Like I said, you know your friend, your partner, your sister. You know your loved one better than a lot of people do, y'all. So, you know, just keep the conversation on a friendly level, y'all. Don't look. This is not like you're not a, a church pastor. They are not your congregation. You can't preach to them, y'all. I'm telling you, when you start, when you start getting preachy, and like feel like they're pre- you're preaching to them. You need to leave this toxic relationship. Uh-huh. You need to take them kids and go. Uh-huh. Either God don't want you to stay in a be. Uh-huh. No, I'm telling you, people leave the church all the time because of stuff like that. Your part, your your loved one is going to leave your church because they don't want to hear that. I promise you. You mean, but you can't. One thing I feel like a lot of people have to do. You can't make the decision for them. You can't. May force them to leave a toxic relationship because if they if you force them to leave somehow some way shape or form and they're not ready if you give them an ultimatum and they do leave they're probably going to go back y'all they have to leave when they are ready to leave if they want to leave they have to leave when they are ready to leave because if not they'll just go back you mean if you force them to leave like right now right now right now but you can say like i said you can offer them solutions. You can help them make a plan to leave. Help them make a plan if they're a stay-at-home parent. Help them make a plan to save money. If they're doing things, oh, birds are fighting. Toxic birds. Toxic relationship. Look, I'm, I'm being supportive. Hey, y'all, stop fighting. It's not, hey, it's fighting. No, I'm joking. Um, but that's how it goes, though, y'all. Like, you can come from a place, you know, offer solutions and offer a plan to them. Like, hey, look, I can help you find a little job on the side to make money. I can help you start a savings account in my name. I can help you with a moving truck if that's what you want to do. I can help you find housing. I can help the kids get the kids to school. I can help wherever, whatever way you feel like you can help y'all, help out that way. Offer solutions to them, y'all. Because like I said, you have to have a calm approach because sometimes their partner or whoever it is, is going to be dangerous as hell. They can't convey, like I said, they have to be able to trust you, y'all. They have to be able to trust you. So if you go back and tell their partner something or you try to go to the partner, you, you try to confront the partner, they're never going to trust you again. You just you might eliminate yourself from that person's life because if you confront the partner with what they trusted you with, they're probably you might be putting your your friends, your loved ones' life in danger, and you might make it be making it harder for them to leave. So you have to come from a place of compassion, y'all. Make a plan. You mean? And like I said, this is not going to be the end of it, y'all. Like I said, you have to expect more conversation. If they don't leave, even even if they do leave or they don't leave, this is not going to be the end of what you hear about it, y'all. This is not going to be the last time you hear about the toxicity in this relationship because even if they do make it out, they might have to co-parent. They might have to go through. They might have to go through a tumultuous divorce. They might have to be home. Them, they're homeless or something like that. Y'all, there's going to be other things that come up from this toxic relationship because there's residual effects. Ah, 
There's residual effects from being in a toxic relationship, y'all. It's not just leave and feel better. No, it's leave and heal. You have to start the healing journey. You mean, but you can be there for your friends, y'all. Don't be too pushy. Like I said, but you can you can set boundaries, y'all. If it, y'all, and at the end of the day, if it becomes too much, y'all, you can dis- you can create some distance for yourself. Like I said, you you are a human being too. You have a life to live as well, and your life cannot center around the other person in this type of relationship all the time. Because y'all, if it does center around this, it's going to make you sad. So you're going to lead to you having some mental health stuff going on. So you you're going to lead to you being depressed and things of that nature. So you, there's a, a very, very unique dynamic and a unique space to be in when you're dealing with narcissistic, narcissistic, toxic people, y'all. I promise you, it's a very unique space, a very unique dynamic. But you have to be ready for it, y'all. You have to be ready to help your friend or loved one, family member, whoever it is, you know, from a different space. Because that narcissistic person, I'm telling you, y'all, that narcissistic person, they don't, they want you to give up. They want to exhaust you. They want you to feel exhausted. They want you to just give up and leave them to leave, leave that leave the, your your loved one to their own vices. They want you to leave that person by themselves so they can have them alone. And when they get them alone, y'all, I promise you, it's hard to get them out. Like, look at the, look at these cults, y'all. Look at these cults. Look, look some of these cults in real life. You know what I mean, look at some of these cults. They do whatever the narcissist tells them to do. You know what I mean? But stay. Try to stay like y'all. Try to stay in their life. Try to stay relevant. Try to be helpful. Lend a helping hand. You know, lend a helping ear. Be kind, be compassionate, and use their empathy. Y'all like empathy so much? Use their empathy for your friend. But again, you can also set boundaries too, y'all, because you have to protect your your own mental health as well because if you're not there, you see what I'm saying? Like I said, you have to point out your own mental health. You have to protect your own mental health as well, y'all. But anyways, y'all, I hope this episode brought you some peace. Hope it brought you some clarity. Hope it helps you get your friend or loved one out of that toxic relationship, y'all. If they're ready to leave, you know, you can be there to help them. Anyways, y'all, like and subscribe for more. And as always, mental illness is out. Peace. What is going on, beautiful people? Thank you so much for making it to the end of my video, watching it all the way through, y'all. If you haven't already, go ahead, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, y'all. Turn on notifications so you don't miss a video and whatnot, and so we can help reach more people. Like I said in the beginning, the self-love brand is available. Um, I have a self-love journal that's available on Amazon as well to help you rebuild that self-love. Lee Hammock, I love me on um, Amazon and whatnot. Also do one-on-ones over Zoom and such as well, y'all. Like and subscribe for more. Mental illness is out.